The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. We all have a major playoff uh, fever going on right now as we have both the NBA playoffs and the NHL playoffs. We've talked about it already on the show, but we've got a lot more to talk about and a lot going on in both of those playoffs. A lot of fun games, a lot of boring games too, some that maybe we could do without watching. We're going to talk about the NBA and NHL playoffs and Morgan Barron, uh, a name that many of us, maybe if you haven't watched the game of hockey, maybe you don't know who it is, but you need to hear his story because this explains why NHL players are the toughest on the planet, if not at least one of the toughest. And we're going to talk about Stephen A. Smith. Uh, a lot of times we may have some, maybe some shade to throw towards Stephen A. Smith, but right now I want to focus on some good sides of him because I think there's something that we can applaud him for uh, that happened here recently. We're going to talk about all of this and much more today on Rising to the Occasion. What is up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Rising of the Occasion. A lot to get to today, and we're, we're going to have a lot of fun talking about it all. Um, but before we do get into it, I want to first mention our first sponsor for this evening and the sponsor for our show, and that is Caldera Lab. Caldera Lab has some amazing products that I think all of us on this show, I think, have now used, and we all love it. Uh, I have tried a lot of different skincare products in the past, and I just have not found something that is easy for me to go back to and enjoy. But now that I have found Calder Lab, I'm so happy to have it because it's not only something I can enjoy, something that uh, I look at and I, I can realize that it's actually helping, but it, it, I feel a difference. I see a difference. It's a product that I stand by, a product that I will keep on using, and we're so happy to to have them as a sponsor on the show. That is Caldera Lab. You can go and visit calderalab.com and use code RISING2 for 20% off. Or if you want to go to calderalab.com slash RISING2, you can see all the best products that they have. I personally, if you're going to pick one one uh, product on there, I think I would probably go with the Clean Slate if you need to clean your face, which all of us as men probably do, especially if you work a blue collar job. Uh, you need to be able to keep a clean face and then keep a good skin care because a lot of times I think men think that that's not for them, but men, you need good skincare too. So use Caldera Lab. Go to calderalab.com. That's C-A-L-D-E-R-A-L-A-B.com and use code RISING2. That's RISING, T-O, for 20% off an amazing product. And I'm going to go ahead and bring in my co-hosts for this evening, Britton and Jeremy both. Um, we'll start off with you, Jeremy. I know you've been able to kind of play around with Calder Lab a little bit. How do you like the product so far? I definitely like it. I was a little skeptical at first just because obviously I'm like, okay, this is something I've never heard of, something I'm not used to. But when I first started, I was really like, wow, this is actually starting to make a significant difference in my face. And like, I'm actually starting to become prettier a little bit. And even my girlfriend, Katie, said the same thing. I know you're probably going to give me crap for it, but I mean, hey, I'm just going with what the lady says. So no, she's starting to look like I'm pretty. You don't look like you got in a fight anymore. I so. mean, hey, I'm, I'm just glad I don't look like I got in a fight anymore. And Britton, you're starting to glow over there so much where it's starting to reflect back at the yeah, camera. You're kind of blinding me here. It's kind of bright here. over but there. You're, you're looking good, starting to use we'll the product. How, how, you, how are you liking Calder Lab so far? I absolutely love it, man. Um, big supporter of it. Again, kind of like Jeremy said, I wasn't really too sure about it. Um, never heard of it, never used it before, but I was excited 
to give it a shot. Uh, they just sent some pretty awesome stuff over to us, and uh, I'm using the moisturizer right now. I'll use it at yeah. night after I get out of the shower. Absolutely love it. Smells yeah. good. Doesn't smell too too feminine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it really moisturizes your skin and, and does does some wonders. I liked it a lot. That's that's the thing I like about it. It's got a manly scent to it. And it's all all natural. So that's that's another great feature about it. Um, but yeah, go check them out. CalderaLab.com. Rising two for twenty percent off. But guys, let's get into it. The NHL playoffs. We're gonna start there. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, I've really enjoyed it, and I'm even enjoying it now, uh, even more now that the Rangers are really shocking me. Five to one, and then five to one, both at New Jersey. Uh, we were talking about this one, and I, I know I think I think Blake and I were kind of on the fence, maybe thinking this is a game seven type situation. You and Jeremy were thinking this is probably, you know, I think Britton, you were saying New Jersey in five, right? I was. I was yeah. completely wrong about this. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I was wrong too. I mean, I, I I was picking New Jersey to probably win, but I'm picking New New York just because I, I'm a fan, of course. I'm just being biased, and I'm willing to admit that. But I didn't expect New York to be able to pull this off. Uh, I'm going to start off, and we're going to kind of go through our best and worst of the NHL playoffs. That way we don't have to touch all of them. I don't think all of them are necessary to touch on. Um, but Jeremy, I'm going to start off with you, man. What's your best and worst? Uh, we'll start off with just your best of the NHL playoffs so far. Oh, man. Honestly, it, all the playoffs have been so great. But honestly, watching the Toronto series has been one of the key series that I love to watch. I mean, they've been significantly lights out the entire time. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're – just paying attention to Austin Matthews with Toronto. But, I mean, they've just been playing absolutely stellar. And, I mean, it's just been an overall great series. I know there's been a lot of action. And it's definitely going to be a series to where I want to say it's going to go to game six. I'm st- I'm sticking with my gut going to game six. Game six in the Toronto series. Yeah, that one's yeah. been crazy, too, because what was it, seven to three? Yeah. Uh, the first game and then seven, seven to three, three. The opposite the, the next game. Yep. And that, like I said a moment ago, the Rangers five to one mm-hmm. and five to one, but they won both of them. This one was completely the opposite. Really yeah. crazy. Um, uh, I guess, Britain, we'll kick it over to you first for your best of the NHL playoffs so far. Yeah, so right now, I mean, I'm obviously, uh, I don't know, I've got a pretty pretty tough decision to make right now because obviously that Rangers one, man, the way the Rangers are playing right now against New Jersey, uh, yeah. it's just, I mean, it's phenomenal. It really is. They're playing really good hockey. They're getting everybody involved, um, and they're finding the back of the net. So that's definitely one of them that's, that's up there. But I'll, I also got to mention the uh, Minnesota Wild and Dallas yes. game. That's tied mm-hmm. series right now, one one, and that's that's going to be a really fun series to keep your your eyes on uh, throughout the rest of this uh, series here. And that that's another one that that one might go to a game seven. I mean, they're yeah, two teams that I are playing pretty good, and uh, I'm definitely curious to see how that series ends up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I totally agree with you, and uh, you know that that was actually one of them that I was going to pick. Um, but you just made my, my decision a little easier. We've already talked about the Rangers. I think that one is my favorite because I'm a fan, but when I'm looking at the other series, the Dallas one, the Dallas-Minnesota, that was my favorite so far just because of the energy going into the, those uh, that matchup. And it seems like it's it seems like it's the most violent, uh, <laughs> the, the most violent yeah. uh, uh, rivalry right now, and they're not even really that big of rivals. It's mainly just because of the squads and the players on those squads, uh, like... Uh, who was it? Uh, Pavelski that that got hit uh, the first game, and Dumba. he goes down. Yeah, and Dumba, uh, all the hate going towards Dumba. I really hope they had armed security around his his hotel, keeping those Dallas Star fans out. That one was was probably my favorite, but I'm gonna go ahead and kick it over to another one that I think is ranking right up there with me or, or for me, and that 
that's uh, the Kraken versus Avalanche because the Kraken really surprised me. Uh, you know, this is one of them that we all kind of shook off and said, I was picking the, the Kraken to make the upset, but it was more or less a hot take throwing it out there. I didn't expect them to look this good, and they looked really good game one. Game two, Avalanche are able to come back, win it three to two, really close game last night. That was a really fun one. I think the energy in that game makes me want to put that in there as as my NHL playoffs best. Um, but now let's kick it over to the worst. Uh, we've, we've talked about some really good games, but uh, Jeremy, what's the NHL playoffs? What's your worst of the NHL playoffs so far? The New Jersey, New York one, just because I'm really, (laughs) really disappointed right now in New Jersey. The big thing with New Jersey, they've been just getting themselves stuck in penalty trouble. I mean, they've had so many great opportunities to score in the back of the net, but then with, like I said, them getting into penalty trouble, you see New York going down there and scoring the power play. I mean, um, who was it the other night that you you love him? Is it Vanacek that got the tip in? Yeah, or, yeah, he. Yeah, uh, I believe he did. And then uh, Patrick Kane got the shot off. Yeah, the top Patrick of the Kane gets the uh, gets the shot off last night. He yeah. was able to uh, score another shot, and yeah. I think he either had three or four points last I night. Last say at night, least three. Last but, night, totally on fire. Yeah, yeah big mean, time. Overall, like I was expecting New Jersey to come out hot, and overall, it's just been like a dumpster fire in my honest opinion. Just because I was really rooting for New Jersey, but now yeah. I'm really on the fence. Just because I'm thinking, man, this is not what I was expecting. I mean, Vanacek hasn't been playing to his great fully potential the last couple games but i mean overall like i i really hope new jersey can find something to get the pucks in the back of the net then overall make this a really good series and not a sweep yeah yeah i mean this this series is kind of turning out to be really interesting too yeah and a big big one for the rangers to be able to steal two f- away before they come jersey. home yeah. uh, so i mean that's that's big time uh, and two big games but britain give me your nhl playoffs worst Honestly, right now, I'd have to say the Florida-Boston game. It's just not exactly what I expected by any means. Yeah. Um, it's been fairly lopsided on each each of the games. I really didn't expect this from Boston. I thought Boston would come away, handle their business. Yeah. Uh, I mean, hell, you got a, you got a wild card here. Uh, you should go in and take care of business, and they just haven't done it. Um, yes, it's tied series right now, 1-1. Really hoping they can pull together tonight and win. Like I said, I had Boston going all the way. Yeah. Like this was this is one of those years I've mentioned before where the number one doesn't always do what what everybody pro- projects, right? Yeah, I mean it yeah. just doesn't happen in the NHL. But this is that year I felt like, man, Boston is the best team. Boston, you know, has has very very little weakness, and I don't know, man, Florida's finding some weakness there. So I don't know, maybe this is this is one of those series that Florida is able to. You know, kind of squeak away with with uh, another win or two and, and make it a close series here. Um, man, if Florida somehow is able to upset Boston, that's just going to be absolutely crazy. So, I don't know. I'm just really disappointed in the in the way Boston's played so far, uh, as far as consistency. If Boston, if Florida pulls off the upset in Boston, this is going to be the biggest upset of the entire playoffs, in my honest opinion. Yeah, oh, it would be. I, I mean, that, that has to be because the Boston is is the team. They have they, so much high potential. Literally, yeah. they had. They had literally everybody on their back, and if they get knocked out first round, that would be like a yeah, mic I, drop of the playoffs. I, well, I think on that, Wednesday they put up six goals. Yeah, I mean, you just, they put up six goals on Wednesday against yeah. Boston. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, so I mean, I I, I definitely I agree with you. I think that one was one of them I was considering because it's hard for me to pick a worst because I don't think any of these series have been bad. I think it's yeah. been disappointing. I think you look at uh, the Oilers losing the first game. You really didn't expect that at home in the first game. You expected them to be able to pull ahead. Not only that, but with Connor McDavid not doing anything. He was out there for 27 minutes, I believe, in game one and didn't do anything. That was a little disappointing, but uh, I, I agree with you. I think the Boston losing, not just losing uh, in one of those first two games at home, but for them to lose a game at home six to three, that is very disappointing from a Ouch. team that is the biggest. I think that could be the biggest upset if that even gets pushed to a game six. Um, but yeah. but I think on the other hand, I think the biggest upset right now, uh, you know, would uh, would really be. I mean, if if they were able to keep on this this trajectory, would be the Rangers beating the Devils just because if they're able to sweep them or even even a four to one. That's incredible, and that was not. I don't think that was expected from really anyone uh, no. for that. I think that that New Jersey Rangers. I think that one was a complete toss-up. But I think for my worst, I'm probably going to go over to the Islanders Hurricanes just because that one's a two-zero. And we talked about them before the, these playoffs started. We talked about the Islanders, how they are a very good team. We even talked about how Boston was even kind of very nervous with being able to you know being matched up with the islanders mainly because they know what the islanders are capable of against boston but the islanders don't really look like they're really giving that much of a fight it seems like the hurricanes this last game four to three it looked like uh, i think that was on wednesday night mm -hmm. and it looked like you know they had a little bit of a struggle but they had it all in front of them it didn't really look like there was ever a moment where the hurricanes gave up on the game or that they, they had a moment where they may not be able to make it through that they felt like they couldn't fight back. So I think for my worst, I'm going over there just because that's the only one so far that we've seen two zero that, uh, you know, you, you expected a little more from the Islanders uh, other than of course, I think the Rangers, uh, the Rangers, Jersey, uh, New Jersey, just because two zero, uh, uh, you know, going down two zero at home. I think that's another one I got to place up there, but so far guys, I mean, it's been a really fun NHL playoffs. And we talk about, uh, you know, the, you know, maybe Christmas as the most wonderful time of the year. No. You know, even for college football fans, I think opening, uh, opening weekend for college football is one of the best times of the year. But really, the best time of the year is right now, where we've got NHL and NBA. We've got fighting. We've got, uh, you know, golf. All kinds of stuff going on right now, and it's just packed. You got baseball. Uh, so I mean, it's just right now is definitely. It feels like the best time of the year because every night you have something. It's not just every weekend. It's every night, and that's a lot of fun right now. Um, but we talked quite a bit about the NHL playoffs. I think all of these playoff games are a lot of fun. I think we've got a lot more uh, in store for us, and who knows? Maybe we'll see some upsets that we didn't expect, like the Kraken be able to pull out, uh, or maybe the Panthers surprise everybody and squeeze past Boston. Who knows? Uh, they're going to have to... They're going to have to go home now, uh, and the Panthers kind of have the Bruins number a little bit. They yeah. have them in check a little bit. So let's go over to the NBA playoffs, though. Another playoffs that I think is a lot of fun, and in both of these leagues, we've talked about it before, but some of the deepest playoffs we've seen in a long time from both the NHL and the NBA. The NBA is really shocking. Uh, let's let's jump over to it. Uh, Britton, let's start off with you. What's your NBA best in the playoffs so far? I'm really, I'm going to go um, something I, you know, I hope neither one of you guys had um, on this one, but I really like the uh, the Kings and, and Golden State right now. That is a fun series, man. You know, I think uh, the Kings are up 2-1 to one right now, but then they turn around and get beat the other night by 17 points. Golden State puts up 
you know, 17 more points in, in pretty much a dominant fashion. So uh, I don't know. That's, that's a really exciting series for me. And I, I think that's one of those series that, that either one of those teams is capable of, of going to the next round. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That, that was one of them that I had. But I mean, it, mm-hmm. it's it's just been exciting because you see the Kings do the unthinkable of going 2-0 at home. I mean, that's really exciting for them. Now they're in a situation where they don't have to worry too much about going to Golden State for two games in a row. So, I mean, you know, they just gave one up last night. It's 2-1 now. Um, but then now kind of jumping over and, uh, you know, uh, where you know they just they just now had that those two games if they're if they're going into game four two one you still don't have too much to worry about because now the the you know uh, the Golden State Warriors they can come out and they can still win this this uh, game four put it two to two and guess what you get to go home uh, so it's it's something that you know we talked about it if it goes to game seven I don't know I could see this being a home team wins every every game of that series but I totally agree with you I think that's a really fun one to watch uh, and to, to check out but uh Jeremy what, what was your NBA best well I, I was gonna say what Britain said and watching the Sacramento and the Golden State get series but yeah. um if I had to say a different series watching the the Nuggets and the Timberwolves series right now the Nuggets have been putting up big points and I think the last time it was what 122 to 120 12, 113 in that general area. I mean, they, they've been whooping it, up on it's, this has been high scoring games. I mean, it's not like it's uh, it's not like it's two point games or or whatnot. I mean, they've been making themselves known here in this playoff series and they're it's just going to show that they're going to be a team to be forced to reckon with down this playoff series run. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that was that's another one. I think uh, I, I have on my list, but maybe on the other side and we'll talk about them in a minute. But I think for my best, I'm going to go over and jump over to Milwaukee because Milwaukee is a team that I think could make a really good run this this series. I kind of I'm kind of looking at at Boston. They're probably going to come out of that if they end up going against Milwaukee. I'm probably picking Boston to win the East the East overall. But th- this series between the, the Milwaukee and uh, and and the Heat, I, I I like it just because we we start off we see Giannis he gets hurt in Game One and. You know they 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 go down to the heat and that was a blow and I was thinking man that's really dangerous because now Giannis is out for game two uh, are they going to be able to do anything without Giannis is this going to be something that really hurts the team really bad and they're not going to be able to bounce back but to see Milwaukee respond and not just not just respond without their key player in there and go out and win the game but they won uh, 138 to 122 so they whooped up on the Heat really well. Uh, without Giannis, so I, I really like to see the team effort being able to piece that together uh, and, and going in and, and, and making that one. That, another one that I, I think deserves some mention is the Lakers-Grizzlies because this one kind of frustrated me. I took a bet on the Lakers winning because the Grizzlies were out. Steven, uh, uh, Steven Adams and Ja Morant, uh, Ja Morant, whatever. Uh, and so without those two starters, those huge keys to really the entirety of the of their their team Uh, you know you have these two players out there's no way they're going to be able to beat the lakers but they ended up whooping the lakers by 10 points uh on wednesday night so that was another one i think needs to be mentioned as as one of the top games just because or the series because i don't know who's going to win that one anymore Uh, i really thought the lakers were going to be able to run away with this one and maybe make it in in five or six games but this one might go down to game seven and it's going to be a tight race all the way to the end Definitely. But Britain, what's your NBA playoffs worst? Yeah, this one's pretty easy for me. It's going to be the Cavaliers Knicks game. Um, <laughs> I mean, just to me, it's it's two teams that, that I don't think are are much of a threat in the playoffs. 
Uh, it's one tied one one, I think, right now. I believe uh, they. I don't know if they play tonight or. or uh, yeah, I think they play, yeah, they play tonight. tonight Seven thirty. Yep. Yeah, they play tonight. Yeah, it so, is tied tied one one. I agree with you. Yeah, it's just kind of one of those games that uh, I look at both these teams as kind of uh, a, whoever wins it doesn't really matter. Um, and neither one of these teams has, has been impressive throughout the season so far. Um, nor will they be impressive in the playoffs. So yeah, they're just they're not scoring much either, and it's just like kind of two teams that you don't really see much of a threat from. And they're also just kind of playing sloppy. Um, so, yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I think that was definitely up there on my I list. Don't of, get to play this game at all. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I just I just don't see a whole lot from, from that game. I, I don't know. I just I don't see much of a threat right now. Before the playoffs, I thought the winner of that could threaten, uh, you know, the, and the, the, whoever they play in the next round. I thought they could be a decent little threat. I don't think they'd be able to make it all the way. But, what, you know, when, when you look at the talent that, that the Knicks have put together on, on a young squad or even the Cavs with a young squad, adding Spider Mitchell, being able to do something with him, and he's a phenomenal player. The Cavs look like a team that could be a threat, but now, I mean, just all of the stars on both of those teams have even just kind of been sloppy. Yeah. It, it just hasn't looked like a game like, yeah, one of these, the winner of one of, of, of the, these two teams could actually do something. So I'm yeah I, I totally agree with you on that one. That one's got, got to be on the the NBA playoffs worst. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeremy, I guess I'll, I'll kick it over to you. Who, what's your NBA worst right now? Right now, Britain's really good at taking my picks, but um, if I had to say a different pick, I'd probably go with the 76ers and the and the Nets series. I mean, yeah. right now you look at the 76ers; they're up three to nothing in the series, and you might as well break out the broomsticks. Is what it feels like for certain people. Oh yeah, it feels like it's just going to be a straight sweep. And I mean. Brooklyn. Well, they play again on Sunday. They play again. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, they just don't Man, look like they just uh, don't Saturday, look like old tomorrow. Brooklyn. I mean, they're it's just just like the other series, just sloppy and just making simple costly mistakes and not being able to get the ball in the bucket. I mean, it's just it's just not looking like old Brooklyn basketball. And I mean, as you can tell in the series, it's shown that it's just not looking right, in my opinion. Yeah, when I when I look at the Nets too right now, it's like man, and they could really use a couple of stars like, like if they were able to get like a KD or a James Harden or a Kyrie. I mean, they they might be a pretty decent team to reckon with. Yeah. But you know, and, and that's just it, man. If you're telling me like, well, I mean, forget Kyrie and and James Harden. You're telling me Kevin Durant's gonna go go out first round in a, in a four game sweep. Like that's <laughs> yeah. just. Unheard. That's just crazy to me. So I, I did. I put some money on the on the Nets to win. Yeah. Uh, just because I, I just find it hard to believe that they that they get swept four zero that like that first round. So yeah, I mean, I, just, I agree that was on my on my list as well for the worst games. Yeah, uh, this is not again, what I was I, expecting. Yeah, I mean, I just I don't know. I feel like that that one was definitely up there for me. Was, there's been a few NBA playoff games that's just disappointing, uh, and you know, I, I think I if I were to rank the the most disappointing, I think I would go with the the uh, Clippers and Suns because again, it's just sloppy. They're they're two really good teams with with big star power, but the only player that's really been consistent in that whole series. Possibly uh, Booker. I think you can give it to Devin Booker. I think he's been pretty consistent. But Kawhi is the only one that's been consistent in that entire series so far, and that's really sad to see. You know, like how 
that one was supposed to be like a lot of hype into it. And it just felt like that could be a, a really, a really fun and, and powerful force to reckon with uh, in the playoffs, but it just doesn't really have that feel to it anymore coming out of the West. Um, but I think my worst, the one that I'm going to mark as the worst is the Denver Nuggets. I know you said you like to see the Denver Nuggets and I can see that being able to be in the best because the Denver Nuggets are, are handling business over there. Yeah. But the, the Timberwolves just don't look like they've got anything. They don't have anything to bring to the table. And no. I, I, like I said, I think it was just Blake and I, when I was mentioning this, but if OKC would have beat the Timberwolves, I felt like this could have been a game six, game seven series against the Nuggets. And OKC had the, the power to be able to put something together to possibly make it out of that round. But that's, I, that's don't, the most I, I don't see that me. out of the Timberwolves. That's the most difficult thing for me is I feel like, like it, it's unfortunate. Like, listen, Oklahoma City, Again, I won't go on big rant because I, I talked about it before, yeah. but they were projected to win like 23 games and then won over 40. Like, they really found their rhythm and they have such a young team. I would have loved to see OKC make it to the playoffs because I think they could make a surprising run. Yeah, well, let's, let's, let's be honest, too. The best team doesn't always win, right? I mean, right. the best team on that night always wins, but the best team doesn't always win. And I think that was the case in that OKC Timberwolves game. It just didn't feel like the best team won because of, uh, I think a big part of it is the, the kind of, uh, I don't know what you call it, maybe controversy in the locker room for the Timberwolves. I think that probably plays a part of it. Uh, and then, you know, it just, it feels like none of the Timberwolves players really have that energy to go into the playoffs to do anything. So I, that that was that my NBA playoffs worst just because I see that and I just I don't understand how, how the Timberwolves were to, able to pull away with that but I also think they weren't the best team uh, overall I don't think they were the best team to win that game I feel like OKC would have made it a, a much more fun series and I could be wrong on that maybe OKC would have struggled more um, but I just I just don't see that uh, and I feel like the I feel like the Nuggets just have this. As you know, if, if it's not a sweep, I feel like it's a, it's a disappointment at this point. Yeah. Uh, or it's just, hey, let's get a little bit of rest and give them a game and go back out there and beat them four to one. Uh, it just it doesn't feel like there's any way the Timberwolves could come back in that in that uh, matchup. But I think that has to be my my worst of the NBA playoffs. Um, but I don't know. I, I still think even with all of these games, we 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 mentioned some of these worst games, like, like in the NHL, for example. I don't think any of those games are the worst in the sense that they're not fun to watch. Um, whereas in the NBA, I feel like, Britain, you brought up the Knicks-Cavaliers uh, game. I feel like that one's not too fun to watch. Uh, and then even the the Sixers and the Nets, I feel like that's not too fun to watch. But in the NHL, I, I don't feel like there has been a, a series so far that has not been fun to watch. Uh, and so and I feel well, like the, that's... The NHL has been much, much more fun to watch in the NBA. Yeah, 100%. And I think that's really good for their ratings. But what was that? nonetheless, especially these playoffs right here. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I do hope that that brings more people, and I don't know that it will. Um, I, I think that the NBA fans are, are still watching the NBA, and I think the NHL fans are, are loyal and they're going to continue to watch the NHL. But I, do, I just want to see, um, you know, some more more attention to hockey. And I do think, you know, some of the, the Frozen Four and stuff like that that's going on and some of the things we've mentioned before that hockey's doing – um, I applaud them for because I do want to see more people get into hockey. Yeah, yeah, I totally Definitely. agree with you. 
Yeah, I mean, it's been a lot of fun. And Britton, I know you and I were talking about this earlier today. Uh, not, as, not only is it a lot of fun just to be able to watch these games and see what's going on, and it's always fun when it comes to a playoff series because you see the best teams in the entire league fighting it out for one main goal. But another way to have a lot of fun with it is to put a little wager on the game. And yeah, you know, we, we can use sports books, which we'll even talk about DraftKings here in a moment. And sports books are fun. But what better way to bet on games other than betting against other people. And I think Brothrow is the solution for that. Brothrow is another sponsor of the show that we're so excited to have on. We love Brothrow. I think all of us have used it and really like the the platform because it's not another sports book. You might be thinking, yeah, I would like to be able to put wagers on the game and just have a little fun with it. Uh, but it's not legal in my state. Guess what? Brothrow is not a sports book and it is not online sports gambling. Therefore, it is legal in all 50 states, which is probably the best part about it. What Brothrow is, it's a, it's a community of sports bettors that go on there. You, you place your own bet or accept someone else's bet that they've already placed out there into the community and you're betting against other people. When you lose, then you pay up. If you don't lose, guess what? You get paid and you don't put a dime into it. That's what I love about Brothrow. You find other people on there that are willing to bet with you. And if you if you lose, you pay directly to another person's cash app, Venmo, PayPal, whatever uh, method you put on there. The more, the more payment methods you put on there, the more bets you'll be able, be able to see because it's more people that have the same uh, payment method as you do, but go to brothrow.com slash rising to. And not only is that the, the best way to sign up because you can only sign up by invitation right now, but you can go to brothrow.com slash rising to, and you can sign up and join our private group. So you can bet directly with Blake, Jeremy, uh, Britain, or I, uh, we, we, we all like to go on there and play something. If we, if you place a bet and put something in there, we'd love to see if that's something that we'd be willing to bet you on. And so it's a lot of fun. That's B R O T H R O W.com slash rising T O. It's a lot of fun. Um, my favorite way to bet right now. Uh, there's some things you can't do in bro throw. Like you can't do parlays. It's just betting directly against each other, but you can still do a money line, a spread, uh, over under, so, I mean, it's a lot of fun and just a different way to bet on games and it makes it feel like you're more a part of the game and doing it with a community. I think that's the part that makes it the most fun. So go check it out. Again, that's brothrow.com slash rising to B-R-O-T-H-R-O-W.com slash rising T-O. An amazing sponsor of the show and it helps us out so much when you sign up there for free. That was another part that I forgot to mention. Who doesn't but love free? Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's the thing that got me into it. I'm able to sign up and I don't have to put a dime into it. If I never lose, I never pay a single dime the entire time. Mm-hmm. That's an amazing thing about them. And it's, it's Blake brought this up too, that it's very smooth. It really uh, I, I didn't expect it to be so smooth, especially since they don't have an app yet, but you can add it to your home screen and it acts just like an app and it's just as smooth as one. Mm-hmm. So very cool. Go check them out. But let's go ahead and jump into it. And I know we already talked about the NHL playoffs, but we're going to jump back to them just for a moment because... I don't want to hear anyone criticize uh, NHL players. I've, I've heard criticism in the past for people who just don't understand the sport, that they're only out there for maybe 60 seconds at a time or something like that for a line change. And, you know, little bits at a time like that. But, you know, they may only pay, play, you know, maybe, what, 20 minutes on average, uh, you know, 20 to 30 minutes on average for a game at most. So they're not out there for very much, right? And so I've heard criticism like that. I've also heard that maybe they're they're not the toughest guys. I don't know how many people are saying that, but 
if you don't believe that that the NHL players are tough athletes and some of the best athletes on the planet, not only can we point out uh, an instance, I'm, I'm forgetting who it was, but one, of, and I'm just now realizing too, it was a Winnipeg Jets player uh, who earlier this season, I think it was back in maybe December or January, somewhere in that area, where there was a guy that had a ruptured testicle and played through the rest of, of the game. I, no thanks, guys. Uh, I'm, I'm good. But, you know, so he, he goes out there and, uh, you know, he's... he's <laughs> Press the wrong one. Restart. <laughs> that was Jeremy's fault. You can you can thank our, our guy that's pressing the buttons over there. But you know, it's it's you you can look at these guys out there on the ice, and if that doesn't convince you enough, playing through a ruptured testicle, which I don't want to know how that feels. That's a pain I'd never want to endure. No. Um but now there's another story again, Winnipeg Jets player, uh, which I just now pieced together off the top of my my head that I didn't even realize. But uh, a guy named Morgan Barron, and I, I'm not going to play the video for one. I just didn't have enough time to get it uploaded and show it to you. Not only that, but it's just very gruesome. Um, but you can look up his face. He goes out there and he falls and falls on a guy's skate. The goal is, and he slices a, a good piece of his face really close to his eye. I'm really glad he's okay, but yeah. he not only slices his face, had kind of blood running down. He had to hurry up and put a towel on it to get it cleaned up and uh, walk him back to the, to the back room, but to back to the locker room. And they gave him 75 stitches and he wow. goes out there to play the next, the next period. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Britain, I, I know you and I have both had some injuries, but uh, you know, something like that. I don't know. I mean, it, we've had injuries that l- far less than this and been out games. Uh, but kind of, what what are your thoughts on on uh, Morgan Barron going out there and just being a total monster and coming back out to finish the game? Yeah, I mean, if if you saw the injury, you'd, you'd know exactly what we're talking about. I mean, it's man, it's a nasty wound. Oh, gross. Uh, when you found out he got seventy five stitches and comes back out and plays, like man, these guys are tough. Not only that, but listen, bud, this is playoff hockey. Yeah. This guy's not going out for 35 stitches. Uh, you're going to have to rip his face off completely for him to not go back out there. So hats off to Morgan. Uh, just shows how tough he is and how much he cares about his team, mm-hmm. how much he cares about this playoff series. Yeah. Um, so I think that they're commendable. And, and uh, yeah, I mean, hockey's I – don't, I don't really hear too many people tell tell me that hockey's not a tough sport, man. Yeah. Uh, the hits in hockey – uh, Jeremy and I both played hockey before, so Jeremy can attest to this. But you don't really have all that many pads. No. Like when you when you think about football, I, I hear that I hear that argument. You're loaded. Like football, football has a much bigger hits than hockey. Blah blah. blah. First off, nobody in uh, in the NFL is running. I don't care if you're Tyree Kill. You're not running as fast as some of these guys are skating. And and not take an open open ice hip check, and that's yeah. not. It, you're gonna wake up feeling yeah, that one the next morning. Yeah. yeah. You fall on grass and then you fall on ice and tell me which one hurts more. I mean, these dudes are tough, man. And uh, again, hats off to him. Um, it just it just goes to, sh- to kind of prove how much you know he cares about his team. And he cares about uh, cares about the game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we've seen guys uh, out, you know, and I, I think of of guys, you know, like you you brought up the NFL, you know, and and I'm not trying to discredit anybody, but like Michael Thomas, for example, uh, out for most of the season last year uh you know I, I think at least nine games if i if i can remember correctly at least nine to ten games uh if not more and it was for a toe injury Same where aj green you know you too. see yeah yeah i mean there's there's a lot of instances like that that you've seen uh and so you know you, 
you, you see guys like that out for, for a, a toe injury or something where you got these guys coming through and playing through, like I said a, a moment ago, one one Jets player uh, finished off a game with a ruptured testicle. Oh, my goodness. Ugh. I just that, that kills me to even think about it. Um, but then now 75 stitches in the face. Somebody compared it to like it looked like he got bit by a shark. Uh, that's what the, the scar looked like and everything as soon as it sliced open. Uh, I mean, Jeremy, you've, you've had some injuries too, but anything like that and having to get 75 stitches to go finish a game? No. If you, <laughs> I've never, I'm thankful I've never had stitches, but I've came really close to breaking bones, puncturing my lungs. and But you talk about getting stitches. Getting stitches is one thing. It already sucks enough. But getting 75 Holy crap. And then coming, like you mentioned, coming back, playing, and overall winning the game 5-1. to one. That's it's It shows how much heart and commitment to what it took Morgan to do to come back and play with his brothers. And it really shows how much that this playoffs atmosphere means to not only Morgan but the entire organization for the Winnipeg Jets. I mean, it's like you mentioned, Britton, football to hockey's a complete different aspect of whether it's taking shots or, I mean, another good example is like for football players like wideouts and they'll take like fingers to the face or, or whatever. Like you take a high stick to the face, like, which happens a lot. Yeah, it happens and it doesn't, significantly it doesn't, a lot. Doesn't get caught all the time. No, either. I mean, you can get Josh, your face. Have high stick huh? Have I ever high stick you, Josh? Have you ever been oh, high stick? I don't know if you call it high sticking when you're intentionally slashing at <laughs> somebody's face, but uh, you know, I mean, that's the kind of things that two brothers grow up with, I guess. Especially Britton being the older brother. It's just bro. I thought it was just brotherly love. I mean, it's <laughs> brotherly love. Yeah, I don't know if you can even consider what we played hockey with as rough as we were playing. Yeah. Um, but you know, I think even hockey players would say, "Whoa, that's not hockey, dude. You're you're playing too rough." Yeah, you might as well just go just straight <laughs> sit straight in the penalty box for the entire time. Yeah, but I I think you guys said it well though, talking about Morgan and and not only does this say a lot about his toughness, but I think both of you guys mentioned it really well. This his love for the game and like you you mentioned too, going out there to to fight with his brothers and Britain. You mentioned up this is playoff hockey. It's going to take a lot more than seventy five stitches to put him out of the playoffs. Uh, and so his his love for the game, his willingness to go out there and sacrifice a lot like i said it was very close to his eye i mm-hmm. think uh last night if i remember correctly he had a cage uh, much like the one that yeah. you're going to see behind jeremy and i he had one of those up on his helmet which i'm very glad they were able to to you know kind of give him something to protect that because that's scary yeah. um but just like you said Britton, hats off to him i commend him so much for for the love that he has not only for the game but for his team uh and for his teammates uh directly to be able to go out there and keep on fighting help them get through this playoff series that's a lot of fun to see guys with that much love and passion for the game and for their team. Uh, so I'm, I'm really happy for him. Happy for happy for the Jets that they get to have him back out on the ice. Hopefully he can stay healthy and hopefully that that heals up. Maybe yeah. some Calder Lab uh, put some of the, some of the good on it. Maybe that'll help heal it up or something too. But guys, let's let's jump over. Like I mentioned in the uh, I guess the intro, whatever you want to call it, there in the beginning of the show, Stephen A. Smith. I think all of us have had our frustrations with him. But he's a guy that I think I'm gaining a lot more respect for 
here in recent months. I've heard him on different podcasts. I've heard him uh, off uh, away from first take. And I think, uh, you know, I think he was on pardon the interruption, pardon, pardon my interruption. Pardon pardon. My interruption yeah. uh, so, you know, I, I think I've seen him on that one. I think that was the one uh, or no, no, it was the undisputed with with Skip Bayless. I think that was where he he, he was where I first saw him, maybe. Um, but that and he's, he's on first take. I've seen him on, on ESPN and I just never liked the guy. Uh, and, and Britain, I think you and I are kind of probably pretty much on the same page with that. You know, Stephen A., I just never liked him. But I'm, I'm learning a lot more that I can appreciate him because I think before I just thought he wasn't being his authentic self. But I think he is just an animated person. And, and he, he is playing into uh, kind of making it more animated to, to get the viewership. But I don't think that's the entirety of why he's doing it. So I'm, I'm learning to have a lot more respect for him. But after what he just recently said, I'm having a lot more respect for him here. Uh, just, I think, in the, this last week or something like that, he has a, a podcast of his own called No Mercy. Uh, and it, it, it is a good podcast. I checked it out after hearing about this. I didn't even know he had it until this past week. But he had uh, a, a guy on his, his show uh, at the name of Clay Travis, who used to work on Rush Limbaugh's uh, podcast. And, of course, those who don't know Rush Limbaugh is probably the biggest and uh, really one of the pioneers in conservative radio shows and stuff like that. And so he was a, he was a conservative. And I think a lot of people didn't like the views of Rush Limbaugh because, because of him being conservative. And I don't want to get into the politics part of that, but uh, with Clay, Clay Travis, he was one of the big people on that Rush Limbaugh show, helping with some of the stories uh, that were put together and 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 different different things that were uh, written and stuff like that for Rush Limbaugh. And Stephen A. Smith had Clay Travis on his show, uh, and they talked quite a bit about maybe some political things, and uh, I think one of them being cancel culture and things like that. And Stephen A. Smith got a lot of flack for having him on his show. A lot of people were very upset with having him on his show. And what I respect about Stephen A. Smith is his response to that. Uh, and, and I encourage you guys to go check it out for yourself. But Stephen A. Smith, he, he fired back at people who are criticizing him for having Clay Travis on his show. And he simply said, stated, he said that he's very happy that he had that conversation. He doesn't agree with most of the things that Clay, Clay Travis would have to say, but he had a very good and honest and, and uh, uh, cordial conversation with Clay Travis and two guys that had opposing views. And he was very happy to have had that and wouldn't have changed that for the world. And that's what I can respect Stephen A. for, is that he was he was willing and able to have this conversation with a guy that probably disagrees with him on more than he agrees with him. Uh, so, I mean, that was just an amazing thing. And it's it's getting ourselves stuck in these echo chambers where we're, we're unwilling to hear anybody's point of view, whether it be sports or politics, whatever it is. I don't care what, what topic it is, but a lot of people are mad at Stephen A. Smith for having this guy on his show just because he holds different views than what they would have or that Stephen A. Smith would have. And Stephen A. Smith standing up for himself rather than backing down and, and you know, kind of quieting up to this cancel culture, he stood up against it and said, listen, you need to have conversations with other people that have other points of views. And I think, guys, this is what I really respect out of Stephen A., something that I'm not sure if I would have expected this from him uh, to be able to stand up for himself in this way. So I'm, I'm really happy to hear this uh, from him and directly from his mouth and not just somebody said he said that, but him coming directly out to the camera and stating this. Uh, Britain, like I said, I think you and I both maybe had some re reservations about, I wouldn't say that we hated Stephen A., at least I wouldn't, um, but 
maybe some reservations towards Stephen A, but I, I can definitely commend him for coming out to have this this idea of talking to other people with other views. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Like, like let's let's be honest. Like you said, whether it's sports, politics, or whatever, I'm so sick of this this idea, you know, that if you don't agree with me, that we we can't talk, we can't be friends, we can't we can't have the conversations. Um, I think that's what bothers me most. You know, obviously with all the stuff with the Bud Light coming out right now, there's all that jazz going on. And, and it's just one of the things that frustrates me more about it is that, you know, I'll just use that as an example because it's current right now. You know, the Bud Light thing, like the, the the people on the right are getting upset about this. And then everybody's like, well, why are you upset about that? They're, you can't be upset about that. Well, first off, you can be upset about whatever you want. This America, you have freedom too. But but second off, what happened, you know, six months ago when everybody's trying to cancel uh, Mrs. Butterworth and, and Aunt Jemima and, and all this stuff, like, and all the all the people on the other side are, like, wanting to cancel all this stuff, and, and it's fine when they do it. But it's just we live in this world where we don't want to hear each other's opinions. And if, if you disagree with me, then you're, then, then you're just wrong, and I'm not going to listen to it. We're not going to have this conversation. And I do commend uh, Stephen Smith for – for you know, being willing to have conversations with people that he may, he may have difference of opinions with. Yeah, I think there's more that needs to be done, uh, whether it's sports, politics, whatever. There, there, there needs to be somebody that stands up like Stephen A. Smith and says, "No, you, you can't tell me what I can, what I can do and what I can. I'm gonna have a conversation with anybody that I want to." And we need to start having more conversations with people we disagree with to find out more information as to why they disagree. Or if you really care about the subject or, or whatever, you ought to be willing to express it. So I, I do commend him for being willing to take a step uh, forward and have conversations with people he may not agree with. Yeah, yeah, and you you brought up you know like the the most recent one I think is is the Bud Light, you know, and whether whether people hate or hate it or don't mind it, whatever the case may be, there's a lot of people like you said that that are just out there like, oh, you're stupid for for hating it because of this, and they don't even hear them out. A lot of the the arguments against people who are maybe boycotting Bud Light and stuff like that, a lot of these people that are they're against them, they're 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 hating them and not even understanding the true reason. So again, like you said, just being able to to talk about it. What what is what is the reason that that you are are hating what what Bud Light did to their cans or whatever the case may be, people don't care about that. And they're doing the same thing with Stephen A. Smith. How dare you for having somebody on your show to talk to him and have an open and a good conversation where both of them were able to trade, uh, you know, kind of thoughts and opinions and not be butthurt about it, yeah. not not be upset about anything, but just simply have a conversation about their own opinions and say, well, I agree with you on this. I don't agree with you on that. You can have your opinion, but I don't agree with it. And they both walked away, shook hands and had a good a, a good conversation and still respect each other for it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I totally agree with you. And the, the fact that Stephen A came out and made that statement against his critics for being upset with him. That's, I think that's the part that I, I, I love about this the most is that he's willing to stand up and say, listen, Th th this is all ridiculous, but you know. So we don't get in trouble for YouTube. I'll just say, quit being a wussy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stop it's being a a wuss with a W, mm -hmm. uh, just so that YouTube hears that and understands that. Yeah. But Jeremy, I don't yeah. want to cut you off. I'll let you get kind of get your thoughts in and uh, as well. I mean, my mom's definitely not going to care. She'll still drink Bud Life for sure. But I mean, <laughs> um, overall, I'm kind of in the same boat. I mean, it's one thing to have your opinion and criticize somebody else based on what you think of their opinion. But, I mean, at the end of the day, we just all need to become equal here. I mean, like, 
you look at during NFL, I mean, you see Stephen A. Smith back, give backlash to what everyone thinks to the Dallas Cowboys, and every time you see, whether it's Sunday, Sunday afternoon, Sunday night, you always look at Stephen A.'s Instagram and talk about, oh, talk about them Cowboys. I'll see you tomorrow <laughs> on first take. I mean, at the end of the day, does he really hate Dallas? No. He's just getting everyone riled up, in my honest opinion, yeah. which, I mean, you can obviously agree with it's, Josh. You know what I mean? it, it's a good, it's a good uh, kind of, uh, uh, what's that called, kind of a promoting tactic, kind yeah. of a good good way to good get, way. get people he's to click. Yeah. That's a different topic, but, I mean, overall, at the end of the day, Britton, you said it the best. I mean, you can you – can, have a standard conversation with somebody and have it go great. And on the other side, you can have a complete opposite of a great conversation. It just go two complete different ways. And then all you do is just see two people yelling and screaming at each other for however long it takes. But I mean, overall seeing what Stephen A. Smith did, it, it really opens up a lot of people's eyes about Stephen A. Smith. And a lot of people really need to take what we've all said into consideration and just, Chill down, calm down, chill out, and just let it go a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I don't know. I just I, I I hate to see people upset with other people for having open conversations with people. Yeah. Like like I said, Stephen A. came out and said, "I disagree with the man I just had a conversation with," but we still shook hands and respected each other afterwards for it. Mm-hmm. And and that's something you know. Not only do I commend him for doing that, but something that I think more people need to hear and more people need to see is, hey, you can have a conversation. Guess what, Britton and I, we disagree about all kinds of stuff, but you know, there there might be some stuff that makes no, it, it means nothing, and we but bicker and fight over that. But about things that actually matter in life, we can we can sit there and talk about it and be like, well, I don't agree with agree with you, but we we can kind of move on from that. And guess what? We're still brothers. We still talk to each other. We still have a relationship with each other for it. Uh, you know, and the same thing with a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't agree with a lot of people on on stuff. But it doesn't mean that I'm, I'm going to write them off and, and not listen to their side of the of of the aisle. You know, I, w- I want to hear their conversation. I want to hear their their thoughts on something and see why we disagree. You know, because maybe I can change my mind. Maybe you can change your mind. And mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest thing that we can take away from that is, you know, be open minded and be willing to change your mind about things. You know, be be willing to talk about people about things with people that you know you disagree with them on. Um, but. It, 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 it all just doesn't really make sense for us to be kind of firing off at Stephen A for something that, you know, he's just having an open conversation with somebody. Uh, so, I, again, I commend him a lot, which is, uh, I, I think before, you know, maybe the last couple of years, something like that, I, I really haven't cared for Stephen A. And I think in the last couple of months, I've really started to earn respect. And I think this one really put him on the, on the, 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 the I guess the billboard for me to earn a lot more respect from him for not only, like I said, not only having that conversation, but then even standing up to people who are his critics for having that conversation too. But guys, we already talked about bro throw. I think the best way, the best community to go and have bets, but there are some types of bets that you just can't make on bro throw and you need a sports book to do it. And our favorite sports book here at rising to the occasion is DraftKings. Britton, I know you've been playing around with DraftKings uh, here in the playoffs, getting some bets in. I know the rest of us have been too, and we're going to use them again because they sponsor this next segment that we always go into. We're having a little competition between each other uh, every month to see who can come away with the best bets on the month. And we know that Jeremy's not going to beat us for a while uh, until he gets on track. But uh, and I, I actually don't even have the record. I'll 
tidied up and, and ready you. to go. So I don't we, want we to see it anyway. We won't do that for the sake of Jeremy. Maybe he can pull out two wins and make himself look a little better for the next episode. But uh, tonight we've got to put in our, our uh, bets again to, for this little competition. It is sponsored by DraftKings. We use DraftKings for all of these bets. Uh, and for those who are listening, you can click the link down below in the description and sign up for DraftKings and place a $5 bet, win $200 in free bets instantly when you use that link. And that link is dkng.co slash bellyup150. So go use that. DraftKings is our favorite sports book to use. Uh, just all kinds of prop bets that you can bet on there, parlays. Uh, you can go in there, bet a future. I put a future uh, on a few teams. I put them on, uh, uh, let's see, I put the Rangers, the Oilers and the Hurricanes, I think, were the three that I put a future on to be able to win some good money on. If either three of those win, I, I can put some, win some good money, win my money back, and then some. Uh, and so, just a lot of fun things you can do with DraftKings. Go check them out. Again, you can sign up using that link in the description and place five dollars bet, a five dollar bet on any game, and win two hundred dollars instantly when you sign up for DraftKings using that link. Uh, I'll start off with Blake's bets for tonight uh, just because he's not with us. He bet the Astros Braves over, uh, and I didn't see what the line was on that, but we'll we'll check on that and uh, see what that was for him. Uh, and then the Marlins money line as well was his two bets for tonight. Uh, my bets, I was going to take Dallas, Minnesota. I hit this one the other night. Dallas, Minnesota, over five and a half points. That line keeps on staying steady right there at five and a half. I'm going to take the over. I think with Dallas's high scoring offense, I think they can pull it out. And Minnesota's been scoring pretty well here recently, too. And the, the power play units on both of those teams have been phenomenal. Uh, and so a lot of fun there. I'm taking the over on them. Uh, and then I'm also taking the over eight and a half points in the. Uh, see here it's the blue jays yankees game that was the one that i took so over eight and a half on that one as well so those are my two bets for the day Britton, what are your two bets for tonight yeah so i've got uh, minnesota over dallas i think that's a fair fair bet um money really hoping that one pulls off. I've, got, uh, I've got some money in that one so uh i like that bet quite a bit uh like you said that's that's a game that could go either way it paid out pretty good money yeah. And uh, I'm hoping Minnesota can get it done. I've also got uh, kind of uh, I kind of like to do this every week where I take it, take one of the bets that maybe a little bit more risky, but I like to see how it ends up. So I've got the Islanders over the uh, Hurricanes. So kind of hoping the Islanders can get one done, pull, pull one out. Yeah, I mean I like the Minnesota one too. They're back at home, uh, being able to to do something. So yeah, we'll we'll see what they can do. I'd, Overall, I don't really care if Minnesota wins or not. I just need it over six points. Let's go. Let's do it. Or uh, I guess six or, six or more. Yeah, yeah. five and a half was the over-under. But, Jeremy, what do you got over there for your bets for tonight? I went the same with Britain. I went with the um, the money line for the Minnesota Wild over the Dallas Stars tonight. Then I hope Minnesota can keep shining on the power play and just in general and just keep steamrolling. Hopefully it'll be a good series overall, in my opinion. Then I did the money line for the Edmonton Oilers. And the LA Kings, and I'm going with my gut and sticking with Edmonton and Connor McDavid and China tonight. All right, yeah, I mean, I like that. I I think uh, that Oiler game, that, that I don't know, it's just it's questionable. A really tough one, the Oilers and Kings. I yeah. I really thought the Oilers would would shine a lot more than they did in that one. I mean, and I thought the Kings would shine a lot more, but I haven't seen those chrome chrome helmets. I mean, that I've been talking so much about. I mean, it's hard to see Connor McDavid when one second he's on the opposite side of the ice, and the next thing you know, he's clear down the other zone. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you he's only see him break through three people. I this, mean, single handedly. I mean. This last game too, he steps up, has a good game, and they pull out and win. And you, he needs more of that. He can't mm -hmm. he can't be sitting back and having zero points like he did uh, in, in the first. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah that first that first game was just horrible for him. Yeah, but a he lot just of, didn't look right. Yeah, a lot of fun in the in the NHL playoffs. Of course, we all put put some uh, money down on that that tonight. So hopefully, those NHL playoffs pay off. Uh, and for Blake, he just stuck strictly in the MLB, which is where he's comfortable. So oh, we'll yeah. let him stay over there, and he's doing good for this month too. So he's the MLB I, guy. I think he's I think he's still in the lead right now too, if memory serves me correctly. But uh, again, for everyone watching, listening, if you want to piggyback off any of our bets, again, don't use Jeremy's. Uh, you can use any of the rest of us because Jeremy is not doing so hot. Wait until he gets his hot streak and then jump on his <laughs> train. I but we, we, you know, we, we always love using DraftKings. We encourage you to use DraftKings as well. Uh, best sports book out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, Bro Throw if you want to bet against other people. But you can use that that link down the, in the description for to sign up for DraftKings. And again, place $5 bet on any game and win $200 in house money for you to place instantly. So a lot of fun there. Go over, check it out. Not only does it get you maybe you know a little bit of excitement watching the game, but you feel like you're a part of the game because you have to hit this. You know, you have to hit that. And it's fun to be able to pay attention to specifics like that. I think betting the over is always my my favorite. I rarely bet the under, even if it f- feels like the under is going to hit, uh, just because the, o- the over is so much more fun. Every score, you get to sit there and, ha- and cheer because, man, I'm that much closer. Uh, Katie and I were talking the other night. I think it was last night. We were we were like, well, good thing, uh, you know, I, I had a, a bet that I placed on bro throw that was supposed to be over under five and a half for the Rangers-Devils uh, game. <laughs> and first period was only one to zero. And she's like, well, good thing that one expired. And we were talking about that. I said, yeah, good thing it expired because they're not going to hit six points this game. And sure enough, they ended up scoring three in the second period, coming out to win five to one, hit that over anyways. Too bad I didn't have that one actually go through and it expired on me. I wasn't able to place that bet. But, uh, you know, just a lot of fun being able to sit there and cheer for maybe a specific player, cheer for, uh, you know, a specific stat in the game, stuff like that. I think that's what makes makes it so much more fun when you can reserve yourself um, and, and not make it an addiction, um, but still be able to go in there and just kind of have a little fun and like like you're doing, yeah, and kind of throw some money on the game. When you're talking about DraftKings, man. Uh, definitely encourage people to, to join uh, for that, you know, $200 in free bets. Um, I started Thanksgiving on DraftKings. I put, I think, 20, 25 bucks in. I bet it on one game, won 110 on that. And I've been rolling since. I mean, uh, a lot of that was house money, man. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a way to do it. Best way to gamble is with house money. Mm-hmm. I've been gambling with house money since then. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what makes it fun when you don't have to worry about, uh, you know, oh, man, I don't, I don't want to break down and have to put more money into it. I've done the same thing with, with DraftKings. I've just been kind of rolling, you know, you, you win some and you put that towards your next one, your next bet. Uh, and I, I think prop bets are a lot of fun because you can p- cheer for a specific player. You know, if you choose Connor McDavid to have, uh, to, to score a goal, uh, you know, I think that's a, that's a fun bet to put in there for a guy like Connor McDavid, or uh, e- even if you go over maybe on on a, a night when the the Rangers are playing, maybe put it on a, on a guy like maybe if you want to take Panarin or uh, you know Patrick Post Kane and see if he can score a goal and You're stuff. You're finally like that. saying his name right. Yeah, now. it only so. took it this long. <laughs> but yeah, a lot of fun. It just it just puts you into the game. Um, but for those who are watching and listening, of course, we love you and and love your support. Uh, we encourage you to hit that like button, hit subscribe, and hit the notification bell if you want to know when we go live or even when we just post to the YouTubes. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, give us a five-star review. It helps us out greatly. And we can also uh, make sure that you share that. Share it on social media. Share it with your, your friends and family. Britain's going to give you a 
high five. I, I don't know so. what he does. <laughs> I really scratch my head. But that's all right. I think it's not quite as weird as the other night when him yeah, and Blake trying were trying to Blake hold each other's hands or something, whatever it was. But <laughs> if, you, if you need a moment, we can let you guys have your moment. But just let us know so we're not interfering. <laughs> No, it's 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 been fun. It's been real. We we appreciate all of you guys for all of your support. And until next time.